the headline is properly stated, Caring Communities that Honor American Heroes. The communities the headline references is for the five veteran community living centers operated by the state of Colorado. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Located in or near the Colorado cities of Aurora, Florence, Monta Vista, Walsenburg, and Rifle, these veteran community living centers offer senior veterans, spouses, widows, and gold star families with assisted living, memory care, and short-term rehabilitation support and services they may require. We learn more on the support available through the centers from the Director of Adult Aging and Disability Services for the Department of Human Services, Ms. Yolanda Webb. You know, there there are opportunities for music. Um, I, I know occasionally I'll go into Fitzsimmons, and they have a music therapy program, um, and they are dancing um, from some of the older tunes, um, um, there are ice cream socials where you know you you, you don your old old looks from from before and, and you put on your finery and uh, and you attend the ice cream social with music. I mean it's been fantastic to see. Fitzsimmons has a library. Um, we have a beauty and barber shop on site. Um, so you know that veterans that 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 is important for absolutely can avail themselves of that service. Well, I know Frank Sinatra sounds real good, but with the uh... <laughs> Baby boomers arriving, you know, probably some Motown music. You're, you're probably That's integrating right. that in there now. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, at one of the facilities, and I think it's Home Lake. Um, you go back into they have a they have a, like a sports bar and grill um, where veterans can come, you know, and and get snacks or get something to drink. And um, they had a big picture of Michael Jackson back there and Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> So they're catering to all generations, you know. Um, okay. On the slope, yep, on the western slope, you know, they have a they they have an active resident council. So at Rifle, um, the residents plan activities. Well, at all of our facilities, the residents get to plan their activities. And you know, again, pre-COVID, they were able to go and do outdoor excursions sit outside because of the, you know, the climate is typically pretty nice there um, year-round, uh, clean mountain air, blue skies, um, so yeah. our guys love it. Uh, one of the facilities, or all of them, received an Eden certification? Right now we're working to get all of our facilities Eden certified. We currently, our Florence facility is Eden certified, and what that means is that it is a person-centered approach to care. Um, each okay. person, each individual, it is based on what that person's needs are. And an Eaton-centered model is the best practice in long-term care. And so we're okay. working currently to get our remaining facilities Eaton certified. All this good information you have provided so far, I'm sure, is wetting the appetite admission. Who gets in? How do they get in? The cost? Uh, you work with VA, you know, Medicare. How does that work? Sure, absolutely. Um, we are, Our admission requirements um, are such that the vet, veteran does have to be at least 20% um, service-connected with a service-connected injury. Uh, and so that's the first thing that we look for, whether or not they meet that criteria. 
Um, that could be the cost of that could be paid for through their veterans benefits uh, if they don't have those benefits and it's not a service disconnected uh, service connected disability then what we would do is we would take Medicaid or we take private pay and so some of our veterans do pay out of pocket some of our veterans pay with Medicaid and and or Medicare um, and we also of course take uh, their veterans benefits and work with the VA Okay, so for a, uh, a veteran's spouse, she may not have a service-connected disability at all, so she has to look at one of those other options then. Yes, yeah. He or she would need to look at one of those other options um, to pay for that uh, long-term care that could be available through Medicaid. Uh, it could be available through Medi Medicare, well, just Medicaid, um, or it could be available through private pay if they can afford to pay out-of-pocket. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now, to make all this stuff work, you have valuable community partnerships that support the centers and the work that you do there. We, we do. Um, some of our partners um, include uh, the Division of Military and Veterans Affairs, of course. Um, the Veterans Administration, of course, is one of our partners. Uh, but a number of other um, veterans groups, you named one of the female veterans groups that we work with. Uh, and so we we want to ensure that we're we're connecting to the things that are best practice for our veterans, and those groups help us do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, let's visit another one. Take me down the Walsenberg. Sure. It's a public-private partnership um, between the state and Spanish Peaks Hospital. Uh, while we provide guidance and, and oversight, the hospital system itself actually runs um, the Veterans Community Living Center, which is on-site uh, with Spanish Peaks Hospital. Yes. You have recently opened a new residence, a new resident, a new residence, that's right, for homeless veterans in Aurora. How did that come about? Um, and it's not quite open yet, but we, we did a number of years ago. There was um, uh, a legislation that was passed to offer up. There were a couple of parcels to our north and to our south um, that were state-owned parcels of land, and uh, we... Uh, put out for a bid an RFP to look at um, building something that would be uh, a part of the continuum of care for our veterans. And so what we've ended up with is on our south parcel is uh, from the uh, Coalition for the Homeless is going to be some permanent supported living apartments uh, for homeless veterans. And on the, the north parcel of land, uh, the Aurora Housing Authority uh, will be building uh, senior veterans living uh, apartments. And so uh, w with that, in terms of that continuum of care, we would then, of course, as the Veterans Community Living Center, be there in the event a veteran needs to now come in to, to you know, for some more long-term care. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, you said it's not open yet. What are we projecting no. the availability well, we've broke gra broken ground. Um, the Colorado uh, Coalition for the Homeless has broken ground on the facility that's on our south parcel, which is for our homeless veterans population. And we're looking mm -hmm. at a 21-22 open date, year 21-22 open date for those facilities. The Aurora Housing uh, um, Authority has not broken ground just yet, uh, but we are right. hoping um, by the end of uh, December 21, that that's on track. Well, that leads me right to Fitzsimmons. Is Fitzsimmons 
is the uh, living center there, is that predominantly memory care again? No, it's not predominantly memory care. We do have a memory care neighborhood that is at Fitzsimmons, but it is not predominantly memory care. In Fitzsimmons, for folks that don't know where that campus is in Aurora, if you ever visit the campus, it actually was built along the lines of the Pentagon. And so a beautiful, wonderful facility with lots of amenities. This is the facility that, of course, has its barber and beauty shop, its library, a very comprehensive library that is offered there. They are also the facility that they do the ice cream social. So there's lots of activities that go on at Fitzsimmons. And, of course, as you can imagine, since it's sort of the flagship of the BCLC, lots of dignitaries who come to see the architecture and the design of the Fitzsimmons campus. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, for some of us, we used to drop in there at the old officer's club at Fitzsimmons. Yes. You all updated a lot. Yeah. We remember that. So Fitzsimmons then also has assisted living there, too. Yes. Fitzsimmons does have, and that's part of our short-term care. Our domiciliary at Home Lake is the one you're referring to, though, with the actual on-site assisted living. Fitzsimmons is, of course, it's our largest of all of our VCLCs. We have both memory care and hospice that's offered at Fitzsimmons. We also have a greenhouse. They have a putting green for those guys that are, you know, are interested in golfing. Again, we have an ice cream parlor. That's why we do the socials there. It's modeled after, you know, it has a majestic entryway. It looks like a ski lodge when you walk into it. It's absolutely beautiful. Now, you probably have some very good coordination there for health care checkups, that kind of thing with the VA hospital since it's right up the street from you. We absolutely do. We send a number of our veterans who require medical appointments just simply go over to the VA for their medical appointments. That is good. Now, that brings up a question to me then. If you have someone who may be doing assisted living down south in, I don't know, East Lake or wherever it is, and then they need to be transitioned to memory care. Now, do you move people around to according to what their needs are going to be so they have the best facility to help them? Oh, sure. We often have a family that might say, you know, that their loved one may be in Home Lake. They may be moving to the Denver area and would like to have their loved one moved along with them, or the loved one needs a different type of care, level of care, and we look at that as well, and we can certainly move the person if they need that different type of level of care. Well, take us to Florence then. Our Florence facility, of course, is, as I said, you know, rolling hills, beautiful. Oh, that's the one that's got all the got all the scenics and everything, huh? Yes, it, yes, it is. Florence <laughs> is the one that has all the scenics, and Florence is also the one that it has our current Eden certification. And so, um, when you come to to Florence, what you're going to get and what you will receive is that very person-centered level of care. Um, it is located on 67. Acres and so lots of ground. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful campus. It, it absolutely is. It has its own sports 
sports grill. I won't say sports bar has its own sports <laughs> grill. <laughs> well, some of those old army vets have turned it into a sports bar. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> um, and offers, you know, we, we there are lots of picnics that happen there um, uh, for for our veterans. Yes. Looking ahead, um, with more Vietnam veterans aging and that kind of thing, and maybe some having later. PS, uh, PTSD uh, uh, challenges, uh, what are you seeing as the care need that's going to be evolving or growing as we go toward the future some? Sure. Um, part of that need is behavioral health. Uh, you know, what we are seeing, and as you mentioned, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, that PTSD, um, is yeah. really looking at how then do we provide um, that that care uh, and many of those veterans may not necessarily want or care for long-term um, uh, nursing facility care um, but would mm -hmm. rather have those services either provided in the community or in their home and so long term we're you know we're conducting currently uh, a statewide needs assessment for that very thing to take a look at what are the needs of those veterans um, of the future because they offer a different set of, of challenges. Their challenges may be more behavioral or emotional, and how can we best support them um, the way right. we have supported our, our, our veterans from World War II, from our Vietnam era, um, Iraq, Iran. And so we're looking um, with an eye towards the future as well. You run an active program of volunteers to come and, uh, and, and help and interface with the veterans there too. Uh, I think your volunteer program is at work at all five of the uh, the centers. That's correct. Yes, we we do, and we love um, our volunteers. I you know um, prior to COVID, um, I had gone um, to our Fitzsimmons campus, and there was there were volunteers um, from one of the local high schools there. One of the one of the football coaches had made that a requirement of his team that they come to the Fitzsimmons campus and volunteer and they did this I think once a month they came and volunteered once a month um, to sit down talk interact um, assist with meals um, assist with you know uh, social interactions with our veterans and it means so much it has so much value but you're right we we look for volunteers at every single one of our facilities, and it has been an important part of that um, social interaction that our veterans really need. The insight of Ms. Yolanda Webb, Director of Adult Aging and Disability Services at the Colorado Department of Human Services. We thank her for her time again on this edition. You can also learn more online at colorado.gov slash cdhs slash veterans homes. Again, veterans, we thank you for your service. I'm Adam Morgan, reminding you to keep in touch, stay on your game, mask up when going out, and we also thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.